Hello, hello. We are live with The Christian Artist, episode 101. This is The Christian Artist, honoring Christ through creativity. My name is Caleb. I'm My name is Connor. And I'm AJ. And I'm Carly. Yeah, we got four. We got four today. <laughs> Um, so, so here's my thing. So if we're going to do homeschooling versus public schooling as the topic for today, <coughs> mm -hmm. I'm assuming that we're just going to do a multiplication table contest and whoever wins, obviously their school was better. Um, eight times eight. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, sorry guys. I totally forgot that like There's the cold, cold opening opens for the opening. <laughs> Someone else should have just taken the, like. Well, I didn't want to interrupt you because you were. You yeah. Know, saying we can just we can just like restart. I don't even think anyone's watching yet. We could just like restart it. No, it's not fair. That's not fair. We can't but do that. But the viewers are already watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Down. That's true. That would be sad. So <laughs> just edit it for for the uh, the actual. Yeah, I, I will actually edit it. The actual episode. It'll for be fine. the audio version, it'll yeah. be fine. So guys, we're talking about what someone else talk. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a lot of technical problems. Versus public schooling. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Carly. Battle Royale. <laughs> Battle Ooh, Royale. We'll win. Okay, so um, so I kind of want to start us off with, off of that, because of how we've we've titled it, and because of how many jokes. What? As a competition. Uh, yeah, it, because of how many jokes about a competition we've been making, that uh. I mean, the point of this this episode is not to actually fight. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I go to public school, but I don't necessarily like it. <laughs> right. right, but not only that... Everyone agrees like... here, is what we're saying. <laughs> well, okay. Public school's horrible. No. <laughs> okay, alright, shut up. <laughs> I agree. Huh? I agree. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, but, but, but okay, but the point, the point is, is, uh, um, it's fine, guys. a lot of... Yeah, we'll just keep going. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, a lot of um, homeschoolers think that it is not only the better route, but they're better for it. In the sense that they're better than people who are public schooled, rather than they've been blessed with the ability to be homeschooled. And I think that's something mm -hmm. we should talk about in the sense of if you, if you are homeschooled and you enjoy it, the... Um, and, and even if you think that it is the Christian way to school, um, telling other people that it is the only way to school um, your kids is saying something that not only does the Bible not explicitly state it is, um, but also what you're trying, what you're telling people is your specific circumstance doesn't matter to me. You have to do this one thing. And that is in itself being legalistic. Yeah, that's now, true. Now, mm. I, I would personally state things that, you know, a lot of people would disagree with in the sense of, yes, it would be a sin to public school your kids under certain conditions. Yes, absolutely. Just um, like just like anything can be a sin yes. under certain conditions. Like, right, like being like, uh, I'm trying to think of a, like an example, like getting married, for example, under yeah. a certain condition could be a sin for you in yeah. your individual situation, depending mm -hmm. on intentions behind it, all sorts of other factors. So, or just, it could yeah. be honoring to God. And it is one of mm -hmm. those two things. Yep. Um, and if we're going off of our episode seven at all, our yeah. conversation on morality, Go back to episode it's, seven. it's either right or wrong. There isn't any middle ground with theology or um, our individual actions. You are either doing something that is 
God honoring or you're doing something that is honoring to yourself or somebody else. Therefore, it is sin. Uh, you're either honoring Christ with your actions or you're sitting. And so if we're talking about public schooling versus homeschooling under that lens, it's going to make a lot more sense. And it's going to be on a case by case basis, not a blanket statement of this is better than the other. Mm -hmm. So with that groundwork being laid, that, that was the first article that I read today on, uh, you know, just preparing for this episode. Which is cool, because Carly and I actually did that today. We prepared for this episode. And AJ I didn't read articles. I just I wrote out a school. list of pros and cons. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and a bunch of other homeschoolers, so kind of understand the background of both. Yes. So, yeah, but the, the first article that I, that I read right off the bat was just all about, hey, like, um, you shouldn't say that homeschooling is better than public schooling. And um, that's you're being mean to people who do public school their children and you're not being Christ-like because you're not um, seasoning your, your speech with grace. You're not trying to build them up. And so that would be a sin. And, and I disagreed with it in the sense that if I told somebody what they were doing was wrong and it actually was wrong according mm -hmm. to scripture, then that would be the most grace-filled thing I could possibly say to them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But also we, also we just have to keep in mind that... Um, there are ways to say things and there are generalizations that we cannot make because the Bible does not state you can't send your kids to public school. Um, we are obviously going to make the argument using scripture that you should homeschool your kids. At least, at least I know Caleb and I are going to, mm -hmm. um, and then, and AJ with the, already has the verses up. Third Corinthians, <laughs> and, and, thou shalt not homeschool your children and <laughs> put them in the public schools. But, but at the same time, there is never, nobody has, um, um, not every person who has sent their kids to public school as a Christian has sinned. That, that has often been the best thing they could do. So my, my main argument when talking about homeschooling versus public schooling is that, um, I mean, if we just go back to like the old Testament, for example, um, we look at the difference between, or we look at the, the conversation that was happening between God and Israel about, um, them honoring God with every part of their nation, right? Like whether or not it was education, the way they were raising their children, the way they interact with each other, anything like that. And then the way that the other pagan nations around them did those things. And mm -hmm. it was always, you need to be different from them. You yep. need to be doing things very different from them. And the reason for that is because mm -hmm. they are evil, <laughs> right? And that was the <laughs> thing that was pointed out. It's, it's not that any other nation besides Israel was necessarily evil, like to this extreme far extent, but the pagan nations specifically around Israel were because of that very specific situation around them. God had, you know, uh, long suffered, been long suffering with these pagan nations for a very, very long time. And they got very, very evil and did very, very evil things. And then God sent Israel to be judgment on them. And that's what allowed them to get to the promised land. But the thing I wanted to point out was, um, I mean, there are no, numerous, numerous scriptural references about like, you know, the idea of like sending your children to Molech, right? Like that idea of like, are you going to raise your children according to the fear of the Lord? Or are you going to, are you going to raise your children according to the, the values of the pagan nations around you? Um, and we, when we're talking about the difference between public schooling and homeschooling in, in our current situation, we have to look at the current situation in public school, in the public school system and, and see that it is not God honoring, right? Like, <laughs> Our, our, our nation... Well, okay, let's... Hold up. Carly, 
what do you think about looks cool? Is it God honoring? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, just yeah. just to clarify, we we're about to take a step that we yeah. couldn't come back from. So, we right. just wanted to. <laughs> but in in you know, it's not God honoring. It's not focused on honoring God. And when you know, you as a parent are are trying to make decisions about like, okay, how am I going to raise my children? You have to take into consideration the what? How how many hours per week is it? AJ, you were just talking about this that they're going to be at a public school. I don't know if it was the 30 or 40,000 throughout. Yeah. From kindergarten all the way through they're done with high school. Right. Like 30 or 40,000 hours. Yeah. Right. And, and, and could be way off. I don't know. And the thing <laughs> public school math. there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot of, there was some, man, we need to actually get numbers on this <laughs> before AJ look up the numbers on this just so we don't sound like complete idiots. But you, 55 billion. Well, let's, let's think about this. So what is it? What is it about per day? Per day, six hours. So 30 a week. So 30 times. So 30 times, man. Nine months. So 52 times. Yeah, but during that, those nine months, it's only five of the seven days for each week. <laughs> right? That's that's where the math the math is really confusing. This is this is when you just Google it. <laughs> no, no. No, this nine is when we're not just Google 12. it. <laughs> 39. <laughs> AJ's frantically doing math. Six times 12, 12 right? 13 years, something, I don't know. 15,000? 15,000. <laughs> so I doubled it. They do their homework, too. So public school homework. You can, you can factor that into the, the okay, but, of hours. But anyway, so you, you, you think about the amount of hours, right? Per per day, right? Six hours per day, right. five days a week, mm -hmm. that your children are being raised. Think about that. They're being raised by right. people that are not you as parents, right? <laughs> um, and and obviously, you know that that can work out. In the case of Carly and AJ, it can work out just fine, right? right to I mean, not only just fine, but it can be beneficial to them that they are experiencing the culture firsthand and learning from it. Um, you know, firsthand. Um, like, like we were able to, because of other things that we did, extracurricular mm -hmm. things we did, but we were never in a school where it was constant and it was, uh, I mean, we were always in controlled environments where we mm -hmm. got to learn from the culture secondhand. Yeah. They got to learn from the culture firsthand and that is beneficial to them. And also they got the chance to witness to people every single day, whereas yeah. we didn't. Right. And, and so that's actually a common argument, right? That's made. Um, but I, I would play a devil's advocate on that and say, I mean, like you can in any situation find the opportunities to mm -hmm. to witness to people right just go out and do that you have you're always going to have people in your life that you can witness to um the thing about like parenting as as a christian right and, and talking about this and and this is not us like necessarily like talking about like all right all of you current parents right now like double check what you're doing or whatever right <laughs> we're we're talking about this from the perspective of the things that we're thinking about when we're thinking about becoming parents in the future yes, and and looking at our current situation, what the trajectory of this is going to look like. And when you think about this, is it your child's job to be a missionary in the public school? Or is it your job to be a missionary to your child? Right? Like, and until you well, you're supposed to be a disciple that makes disciples yes but until you're you have raised up your child to be that disciple how are they going to be able to be a disciple to, like to disciple others um and and like when you think about like the trajectory of like public school and homeschool and all that and how long how long 
a child is it takes to raise a child right like um do we really feel comfortable sending nine-year-olds to a public education system and then saying oh they could be missionaries to the kids <laughs> around them right like is that, is that we're really what we're saying right because if we are then we are putting far too much pressure on our children <laughs> right like does that make sense like, like I, I'm, I'm thinking of like you right now, Carly, right? You're, you're 16, right? Yeah. Right. Like you as a 16 year old, you have your wits about you and you can, you, you can witness to people and, and keep your a level head about all these things and not be influenced in the, in the wrong ways by the culture around you because you're aware of those things and you're actually working against them. A nine or 10 year old child does not have the same yeah. wherewithal, right? Hold up, hold up. God is bigger. God is bigger <laughs> than the public school system. And my little nine-year-old Johnny, oh, he is saved. I prayed over him every single night. Right. He is saved and he is ready to go and make disciples and baptize all nations. So I think I'm going to I'm just him. imagining I think I'm going to have him be school. a part of the uh the the worldwide public school. Not no not only the worldwide well I mean yes the worldwide public school <laughs> but no the right uh, the foreign exchange student program mm, to every country. Yeah, my 9 year old's <laughs> going to every country. Oh dear. <laughs> Is that actually a th do, do people do that? A Is that everything? Like nine exchange year olds? No, oh. nine or 10 oh, year olds. I don't think so. with people that young. Right? I think it's like high school. It's only high school. Right? Yeah. As, as far okay. as I know, it's only high school. High school yeah. and middle school, I think. Yeah, and it's middle school as well. Barely in, in middle college. school. Yeah, it's mostly yeah, high school and college. Yeah. Um, but right, th those are the things that I want to bring to bear when we're talking about um, talking about homeschooling versus public schooling and, and thinking about these institutions as they stand right now. The, the way that our current public education system is in trajectory heading um and then i don't know thinking about the the fact that we i mean yeah again we we as christian people are called to disciple make disciples right who make disciples and people who want to become parents right like if if you're a parent like who is the first pe who are the first people you're going to disciple who who are who, who's your priority in discipleship your children Right. First and foremost, those are the, those are the people who are closest to you that you need to be discipling. Um, and what, yeah, would you count, what would you count the spouse as then? If not, it's obviously not discipling. I, I just, I want to, I want to, I just kind of wanted you to state that, that your priority is always first and foremost, your spouse and God. that's yes. your children. God. And then to right. Spouse. Well, okay. Yeah. All right, AJ caught me. I was, AJ caught me. You're, I was God first, but I was referencing. I, I was yeah, referencing both at once, that, Connor. That was a given in what you're saying, though. But. Connor, I was referencing. I was referencing the couple as a pair, right? Their okay. priority right. together as a couple, right, is right. to disable their children. Yeah. Them as individuals, their their first priority is to God, and then to uh, their spouse, right? right? But yeah, not in the same way. But them as one flesh, their first priority is to their children. Is that what we're saying? That's what we're saying. That, that, yep. That's the background of the people that are already seeking after God, so that's already your first priority. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, all right, so... so Real uh, quick, I want to I wanna mention a comment in chat. Oh, okay, sure. Um, so, uh, said, Carly's dad here. Uh, Be careful you don't generalize all public schools in the same generalized pile. There's a wide variety of quality levels across the country. While I'm not a big fan of the public school system, I can say there's a wide variation of values and education being taught across the country. Rural versus urban schooling, even within the same region, will vary. 
and that's very true, right? Like the the actual like curriculum is decided by local school boards, um, and like in that community. Um, but I would say the the danger with those as opposed to private schools in the same sort of like areas, right, is that the public schools are subject to federal law, right? And and there are mm-hmm. very wide sweeping federal changes that have been done and are being done. That to public schools all public can't schools do anything that about. public schools can't do anything about, yeah, right? And that's one of the dangers, yeah. right? Is that um, yeah. where we're subject to you know, a corrupt institution <laughs> that is, at, you know, uh, cha- doing wide sweeping changes to cultural values and obviously is not centered on Christ when they make those changes. Hey, so. Caleb, Trump is a Christian, and he is doing everything he can to disciple our children. Who? <laughs> 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 Caleb, prove to me that Trump is not a Christian. He said two Corinthians. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's <laughs> a thing on the East Coast. Yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm just being dumb. We just didn't know that until we had it explained. I didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I never I, knew I knew people pronounced it that way before that. Yes, there are some people who in France know that. I mean, if you're just reading it, like, yeah. it, it doesn't say second. It says two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll prove that Trump is not a Christian. He wrote what a book about, about <laughs> repentance. Or not repentance. He did. Uh, he did not write. <laughs> he a book did not about write a book about He wrote a book about revenge and has mm-hmm. shown no sign of mm-hmm. ever repenting of such actions or ever showing any type of remorse for his past life. Now yeah. that he is president. It's true. It's true. But I was just. I'm just curious why you went there, like. <laughs> because I'm sure somebody would say it if they listened to this podcast. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, then, so I'm going to cover playing devil advocate. Okay. Yeah. Because then that's covering all the public schools and federal funding. Yeah. Yeah. The whole system. But okay, so uh, um, Carly, let's start with now that we've given like our like base soapbox for spiel. Sure, sure. We've <laughs> we've stood on our soapbox. Let's start with you and talking about your experience with public schooling, um, and how you feel about it. What you think we should do as Christians? What well, just whatever. Um, I hadn't really thought about like public schooling being um not necessarily like a bad option but like not as good of an option as other things uh until like i don't know maybe a couple months ago but um what changed your mind but then like i started kind of realizing like this isn't the best environment even for (laughs) me who like knows what i believe yeah. Um, I was just, um, stuff where they talk about it. So, um, and I started realizing like, yeah, this isn't the best environment for a lot of people. Like yeah. even me who knows what I believe and knows that that's not going to change. Mm-hmm. Like it's still, it's so discouraging and it's so frustrating because often I'm like the only person in my class that feels the same way about something. <laughs> So mm-hmm. it's very isolating for mm-hmm. uh, for Christians yeah. because there aren't many. Yeah, I sure. liked the verses that you that you posted today. In, in <laughs> yeah, do you, want, do you want to read that oh, verse yeah. that you that you uh, <laughs> highlighted in your uh, Instagram today? Uh, I don't, I don't have it in front of me. Hold on, I'll grab it. Oh, okay, it was like Psalm, right? Yeah, it was Psalm twenty-seven, I believe. Oh. I can... Um, so that was Psalm 27, I believe. Yeah. 
It's really funny because Connor literally said the same thing in the exact same way that you just said it when you were off. <laughs> He's like, I think oh. it's Psalm 27, I believe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. Um. Oh, no. You know, I just realized. What? <laughs> I forgot to change what? the overlay to be with AJ's name on it, too. Oh. What? I was wondering about that. I, th I just figured you hadn't made I'm it yet. sneaky in here. I'm the and sign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was Psalm, uh, Psalm 27... Of three, yeah, verse three. Um, and mine's the NLT, so it says, Though a mighty army surrounds me, my heart will not be afraid. Even if I am attacked, I will re remain confident. <laughs> a mighty <laughs> army surrounds me. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, so, Carly, you said you had a list of pros and cons. Yes. Would you like, would you like to discuss those? Sure. Um, the cons list is, like, at least two times as long as the pros, but, <laughs> um, yeah. but there are pros. Um, yeah. you're connected to a lot of people, uh, mm -hmm. throughout every day, which for different people can be horrible and can be good, mm -hmm. um, which is one of my cons. As an introvert, it's extremely exhausting. <laughs> oh, no. Um, <laughs> I was about to say, uh, oh, that's good. Oh, no. <laughs> that's actually a bad thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and then another thing Connor brought up is you have opportunities to share your faith every day because you're literally in one building yeah. for six hours <laughs> seeing yeah. relatively the same people all day. Mm -hmm. um, and but, but it is very difficult to do that at the same time because yeah. it's very, like, looked down on. Mm -hmm. um, uh, one thing I put on here is uh, football games, which... I don't enjoy watching football because I don't understand it, but it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so I just put that down. But school yeah. football games are, are fun. Um, you kind of I don't, I don't know if this is the glitch or not, but it sounded like you just hesitated before you said fun. Uh, like <laughs> fun. <laughs> so so one of the things I I think I want to discuss real quick because when when you're mentioning these. And like you know the connected thing, and then like sports, right? Those are those are pros for for public schooling versus public schooling versus homeschooling. But one of the things yeah. I do wanna do wanna, do wanna mention, right, is that I don't think homeschooling is necessarily for everyone because, right, specifically, there are situations like family situations where it's impossible, right? Like um, like mm -hmm. single single mothers often like mm -hmm. have this situation, right, like stuff like that. Um, but one of the things I would say um, as a as a Christian who is very quickly becoming a post-millennial theonomist uh, because of Apologia Radio. Um, I think that's the, an, an opportunity more than more than anything for us as Christians to step up and provide education, um, right? Mm -hmm. To for uh, people who are interested as educators, like as Christian people who are in education, right? To start private schools that are low cost, funded by like churches like local churches right and provide education for mm. those sorts of people right um uh so that we can have these situations where you don't have to send your kids to public school mm -hmm. right and and can still raise them in a uh, an, an environment that's going to be uh, god honoring while being a single mother right and having to work right do you um, remember when mm -hmm. uh i think it was mary our old babysitter or maybe it was somebody else that came and dropped off just like two entire bookshelves full of books because they knew we were going to start home. It was Mary, yeah, Mary Rogers, <laughs> um, and her family, yeah, 
Um, cause she had just graduated. Yeah. And yep. they, they just dropped off a whole bunch of like curriculum stuff that they had <laughs> through from homeschooling. Right. And that's a great, like, and, and homeschooling, right. Is not in a bubble. Um, or at least it shouldn't be right. Um, there are, if you put your kid in a bubble for homeschooling, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. You're doing it wrong. Right. Um, homeschooling is literally just you're, you're educating at home. Right. And that, that doesn't mean that you're isolating them from the entire world. It means that. Cause that would be wrong. That is yeah. what the monks do. We are <laughs> yeah. We're not, we're not ascetics. We're, yes. we're, we're homeschoolers. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, co-ops and, and other things like that. Right. Um, and church obviously are, are venues. Homeschoolers go to church too. I would assume. Oh. Yeah. Well, we're making this argument from a Christian perspective. <laughs> yeah right but these are these are all issues that i'm i'm talking about because not necessarily because i believe homeschooling is necessarily the only option though i believe if you can do it you should because of the closeness that it brings families and the direct application it has for parents who are discipling their children like day daily um and i think that's the best situation you can have um, but obviously, obviously, um, the, the thing I mainly want to say, um, is that I don't think in our current situation, it is advisable for <laughs> Christian parents to send their children to public school if yeah. it is at all possible and specifically looking to the future, right? Like for people who are considering becoming parents, right. um, because that's the only experience we have <laughs> is the, the thought process of the future, <laughs> right? In that sense, um, because we're obviously none of us are parents. Um, you're not a parent. Right? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Just make sure. Not married, so that's not an option. <laughs> that's, good. that's a good that's man. Good. good man. No, okay, but uh, and and just because we totally, you know, are are on this rabbit trail yeah, right now. Do it. Um, like Carly, we love you, and we love who you are, even though you go to public school, <laughs> right? Like, like I, I wow, want to clarify that. Really that. Bad. No, I want to clarify that. We love that. you, even though Thank you. Thank you. No, like, I want to clarify <laughs> right, right, that right. because it kind of sounds like mm-hmm. we're saying, like, yeah. you know, God exactly, you know, pinch family. God us despite our sin. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> legitimately, and so. Oh, um, oh Carly's out. Carly's so just like, I'm, I can't tell you this oh, anymore. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but we, I mean, I just want to say that right now. Like, we love your parents from, I mean, we don't know your parents as well as we know you, <laughs> but we love your parents and we think they have done a fine job with you mm-hmm. through public schooling and that's totally okay. And so just to like, I, again, I know, there. I know plenty of, yeah. of public school Christians who are fantastic people right. and are strong in their faith. And, and. Just, it's it's you know. not because of which school they went to that they're a Christian. Yes. They're a Christian because Christ saved them. Exactly. And mm-hmm. I think that's also very important to note is mm-hmm. homeschooling isn't going to save your kids. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, man. Right? Like, yeah. um, I've, I've told people, I don't wish I went to um, homeschool because I am the person I am today for a reason. Right. Going through public school was part, a huge part of that, but yeah. I probably will homeschool my own children. So. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you going through public school and gleaning that wisdom, I think, is the most important thing. Like, like you mm-hmm. thinking, yeah, like, this is something that I want to do, but having the wisdom to say, this is, this has made me me, is, is like, like, mm-hmm. like, that is the epitome of what I want all Christians to be able to say mm-hmm. in your position. <laughs> like, literally, what you just said is, is, is what I wish I would have had the conversation with like throughout the years of me talking to to people who were public schooled and saying like 
Like, yeah, I like I'm going to homeschool my kids and I think all Christians should want to homeschool their kids. And it became this big brouhaha. And I and I don't understand. You can't just go around saying words like brouhaha and not expect people people to throw throw things things at you. you. I understand. But (laughs) that's an iCarly quote right there. Yeah. But but um like I I never understood how people who went through public school did not understand that they don't want to um do the same with their kids if they have the option to hmm. um and and obviously it's it's this idea of whoa you think my parents did something wrong and i'm like no i yeah. think your parents are great i know your parents mm-hmm. um but, <laughs> yeah right I like, your parents like i know who your parents are i, I like them They're cool. they did a great job with you i'm talking yeah. to you aren't i i love you right like um, Man, if I if that was the prere- prerequisite, I had to love someone before I talked to them. I would not talk to a lot of people. Yeah, but so <laughs> just saying, it's a good point. But but that's I just I want to make sure that that or, or I just I want to uh um what's the word I want to I mean wait no way so I should you. I should I should I should, I should clarify that I want to. Attempt to try to love everyone. Sometimes it's difficult, though. As okay. a Christian, I want to love everyone with Christ's love. Right. But sometimes that's hard. <laughs> I mean, I thought you were being sarcastic anyway, so it's okay. No, because I wasn't it's like really. Love for to love your enemies. Verse. Yeah. In the Greek, it's gape. I am totally lost. Oh, is it? With that it is. Oh, that's really good. Cool. So it's not saying that you should love them as a brother. Like so phileo saying, love, right? It's saying love, love them selflessly. Oh, yes. Because we have, we well. should have a phileo love for the, um, for the brothers and sisters in Christ, right. and that's a different kind of love than the love that's just the general selfless love that Jesus and we should have for all of humanity. Right. Yeah, so we see that's our enemies just as Christ saw us before, while we were enemies to Him, mm-hmm. having mm-hmm. agape love that we demonstrate that same. See, this is why we have you on the podcast, Ag, because you're always so insightful <laughs> about like awesome things like that. But yeah, so so I, I just wanted to say that to, to encourage you and make sure, once again, with this yep. as a tricky topic, we're covering other bases and making yep. sure we're not saying things that people are going to freak out later that, you know, somebody can sit down, hear us say this, hear all of our, like, you know, oh, okay, they don't actually think that and yep. they can still listen to this episode <laughs> and maybe benefit from it. Yeah. But yeah. So, so Carly, we want you to continue, though, with your pros and cons yes, after please do. we have taken you on okay. that far. Um, that well, the thing, right? Like, I, I mean, as opposed to just reading them off, like, in a row, like, we can, we can stop and discuss them as, yeah, as, yeah, yeah. as they come. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, the first con I have is on biblical teaching, mm-hmm. obviously. <laughs> um, I wasn't aware of and... that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the obvious, well, um, I guess not too obvious. I don't know where my train of thought was going. Um, the opposite of constantly being surrounded with people uh, is, especially if you're an introvert, you can feel isolated because there's so many people, mm-hmm. uh, especially in my high school where there's like, I think there's over 2,000 total. And mm-hmm. it's it's a big building, but not big enough for the amount of people. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, so going off of that, right, like one of the things that I do want to mention, and I thought it before, but it only came to my mind again right now, is that, um, uh, and now I literally just left. Wow. <laughs> you spent so much time explaining why you were going to say I spent so much time explaining what I was going to say that then... I forgot what I was going to say. Wait, so you were talking about feeling isolated. Oh, oh, okay. So I remember. So, um, right, like public schooling has one main problem. Well, no, one, one of its problems. <laughs> I, I'm not going to just generalize like that. Um, 
one problem. One of the, one of the problems of, of public schooling is that it's impossible to give individualized learning. Yeah. Yeah. Student, yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. Because and you're an introvert. Exactly. Right. Like because like if we're, if we're thinking about like Carly Pinch and what she needs from learning, right? She needs right. a a space for herself to study <laughs> alone, right? And yes. only only be involved with people when she wants to be, right? Um, so public schools should just make little quiet baby rooms. That's why I go to coffee shops every weekend. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that works too. Yeah, no, but that's why all public schools should now build (laughs) cry rooms like they do in, um, church. uh, (laughs) Right. The sanctuary. That could be your study hall room. Yes. No, but that's, that's the thing, right? Like it's impossible for, um, large schools like that to give the sort of individualized care that students really need to thrive right and if they do are, are, mm-hmm. and if they yeah. are able to provide all of those necessities we're spending too much money <laughs> right but then, yeah it's it's unfeasible at that point right? right um and and a lot of times when you attempt to like do something that's more to you know cater to one individual you end up causing a problem for the other like you know, percentage that already have percentage of the class exactly right who work really yeah well. which i have had teachers that are that are very good at doing um, doing kind of all of it and doing, uh, the, the kids that need individual focus, mm-hmm. they're very good at, um, you know, helping those people along, but they're also very good at addressing the whole class and mm-hmm. kind of meeting everyone's needs. But there are other times where I have teachers that like, I'm like, I am not learning anything from this class because I'm not understanding this because I, yeah. this is not how I learn, yeah. but there's not much I can do about that right. because they're mm-hmm. trying to teach the whole class. So yeah right and and especially when you have kids who have like special needs right like um and, and yeah. I, I guess schools are are getting better at at, at this but i yeah. right but but like it's still like i i just say like at the end of the day homeschooling is going to do that better right because mm. you as specifically you as a parent right okay I obviously would, you're I gonna would... know your kid better than any right. teacher would right Hopefully. but i would disagree <laughs> in the sense that if some jerk idiot parent is going to homeschool their kids they're probably not going to do as well as well, right? As but that's that's why we're that's why we're, we're talking uh, about talking about Christians yeah. homeschooling their kids. Not jerk idiot parents. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I wanted to clarify that that it's which hopefully if you're a Christian you're not a jerk idiot. <laughs> yes. And and if, if, well, you, if think... you are a Christian you have the fruit of the spirit. Exactly. So. I was going to yes. say like if you if you think you're a Christian and you are a jerk idiot I would read First John a couple times and just <laughs> seriously evaluate yourself. A yeah, little but bit. I, I don't know if. If if you think you're a Christian, you probably don't think you are a jerk idiot. So I don't know. Exactly. I don't really. I don't really think jerk yeah. idiot is the term we should use Maybe to be not. helpful. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Um, but but it's like you know, for example, um, me as as a um, I, I'm not sure if my parents were originally planning on homeschooling us. Um, I'd have to ask them to be sure. But um, me when I when I was like two or three, I started to. I mean, I was a very 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 active child. Um, and I was always running around doing, getting into stuff all the time. Um, and it came to a point where, you know, the doctors were basically saying that I had ADHD and mm-hmm. you need to like pump him full of medication and solve this problem because he needs to be able to sit in a classroom for, you know, six hours a day sitting still. Um, and my parents were like, mm, I, don't, I don't think we want to do that. And so they homeschooled me instead. And so like, for example, I would march around the table um, uh, spouting off the answers to the test while my mom just like read them to me. Um, but like, 
I could do that because I was homeschooled. Like if I was, um, especially for like active boys, like that's a major thing Don't that is a problem. Schools, yes. and, it, and it causes a lot of behavioral issues because um, a lot of, you know, public schools can equate activeness with misbehaving. Right. right. And that yeah. caught, that can cause mm-hmm. a lot of problems. Right. Um, when she, you, yeah. Yeah. Standing up and walking in a circle is not wrong. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, and, and, and we had a really, really good, um, situation at our church too, because the, the lady who's in charge of the children's ministry at the time, Janan, she was fantastic with that as well. And she knew, um, how to be able to let me <laughs> just be me. Right. <laughs> and n- not punishing me for being who I was. Um, and that's just being an active boy. So I, you know, would start, I I didn't like wander around necessarily like during the lesson, but like we had, do you have like carpet squares as a, did you have carpet squares as a child that you sat on at church? (laughs) Do you have carpet squares currently in your high school that you used? No, I was was at church. So so I found that, I found that a lot of churches, like that's a thing that I can like relate to, like almost like any other like person who's been to like a church like elementary school like group as as a child apparently carpet squares are just a thing that like a lot of people do hmm. um and it's just literally just a square of carpet those. that you sit on like everybody and then you have all the little kids like grab the carpet squares and like set them down and then you have your own little spot um but uh i would always like flip over backwards on the carpet square and like stick my feet up into the air and so like all you could see if like all everybody could see and all, all that janan could see in the front was my butt basically just sticking up in the air um and and she just wouldn't say anything she'd be like all right just caleb just doing his thing and she knew i was still i was still like understanding and learning because she would call on me to like answer a question and i know the i'd know the answer but i just was an active child so <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah. I think you were really just, you know, experiencing the fall of Adam and just being a sinful, rebellious human being. Right. Hating all <laughs> type of authorities. Uh-huh. Um, respect for authority, yeah. That's definitely why I memorized all the answers, too. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> to prove that you didn't need to do all of the... <laughs> uh, all of the... Didn't need to follow all of the, the guidance rules in order to, to know more than the teacher. Except I did. What? <laughs> mm. I'm confused. Anyway. Yeah. Let's move on. Okay, next one. Um, (laughs) This is is one of the the main ones that really is difficult. Um, Not necessarily for me personally, but just public school Mm -hmm. in general is the whole separation of church and state thing where Mm. teachers can't involve their faith in their education and they can't talk to students about their faith. Mm -hmm. So that's, yeah, that's a frustrating thing because it's like, well, yeah. they should be able to do that, but <laughs> right, and that's and that's the problem with state-run schools, right? And 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 this is maybe like a, a a stickler thing for me personally, um, because of my, I mean, my evolving views on government. Um, oh, evolving views. <laughs> my, my, sorry, <laughs> micro evolving views. There you go. There you go. <laughs> my views haven't haven't transformed into a completely new species. Right. Okay, yeah. that's good. <laughs> oh goodness. You mean you mean a new kind, a species? Yes, evolved. a new a new kind of. Yeah. 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 Sorry. It's a new, a new kind. kind. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> um, but uh, when you have a uh, a state-run public education system, you have to have situations like that, right? Because, mm-hmm. um, especially when you are attempting to run the state like a as bi- as unbiased as possible, which basically yeah. just means secular humanism. 
Um, <laughs> right? Like, that has to be the way you'd go about it. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas if if we tried to further privatize the education system and stay away from the from putting it into the public sector, then we could have situations where, like, all right, this school has said that you your new teachers can't um, share their faith in class, but this other school over in the in, in the neighboring neighborhood has teachers that can share their faith. Now you as a parent can choose, right? Like which school mm-hmm. do I want to send my kids to? And then it's just the free market working out those, those uh, situations and you can choose schools based on your preference. And then we would have a lot more choice in that matter. Um, like the public versus rural. Cause when I was in Nebraska mm-hmm. working out at the group home there, like when you're in, and I don't know that it could be the same other places too, if you're further down sure. in the Bible belt at rural high school. Yeah, obviously it's different. Yeah, for sure. Where the teachers have that regardless of it being state funded or yeah. federally funded that the teachers have way more leeway to have that be involvement there because that's just the community as a whole mm-hmm. if it's more leaning toward christian it's just going to naturally be in the conversation and it's not going to right of course and then we we yeah. get to the situation though right like if it's a public public school then you can have cases where people are being arrested for doing mm-hmm. those things whereas if it's yeah. if it's private schools right it just has to do with the particular policy of the school itself um and then it's fine and nobody has to go to jail over this stuff yeah. right <laughs> <laughs> so anything um, else on that or i, I would just mm-hmm. say carly can you tell us anything about your mom because she's a public school teacher right uh, she's technically a para, so she's not the teacher in her classroom, but she works with special needs kids. Oh, sure. Oh, okay. Um, so she's, I don't know exactly, like, the job description, like, everything. I mean, uh, but, yeah, she's not allowed to talk about that either, so. Mm-hmm. I think the same as my job. It's being strictly professional with the interaction with. Oh, yeah, could you, could you let the listeners know what you do just for. Oh, yeah, I work with kids um, that have autism. So I work mostly mm. in home and it's just a fairly new thing now that you can, that they're starting to incorporate going to the schools for, um, as well to kind of phase them out from the therapy that's being offered at home and phase it out slowly so that they're then in the mm. school having the support of us there until they don't have our support there and they just have like occupational therapy and speech therapists that already are employed by the school that can continue on their support and early education and special education teachers as well. They're already in the schools. Mm-hmm. But yeah, where it's being as strictly professional as possible and mm-hmm. stuff outside of the casework itself where it's not necessarily there. Even though I have the opportunity with the teachers to have those conversations, I wouldn't be like with the students or yeah. other people besides the kids I work with mm-hmm. to have that opportunity. Right, and and that's the thing. Uh, one thing I did want to mention, I guess, because you you mentioned you know the um, what you what you do, and like you know the the idea of special needs children and, and other cases where it's it's very difficult for you know maybe to get the the funding necessary to be able to um, educate them properly, right? Um, and and t- sometimes maybe that would be very difficult for for parents who want to homeschool to do. Again, that's a that's a place where Christians need to step up and figure those things out, right? And 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 figure out ways to provide education, provide funding for those sorts of things, um, so that we don't have to uh, send them to public school, right. right? Because it's just like obviously, if 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 the, those, that funding is there, then you know that's something that can be useful and can help. But if we're trying to weigh options here, 
obviously the better case would be a Christian community centered approach to this rather than shipping them off to a, a state school, right? Like, or, you know, a state, yeah, literally state school as in like, you know, <laughs> the state of Wisconsin or whatever. Um, I was about to like clarify and, and say like state over federal, but I, okay. I realized I already did. You to clarify so. what you were going to say. <laughs> anyway, um, but right, like that's another thing that I'm, I'm really getting passionate about as a, a person learning about um, post-millennialism and uh, our views of of government and um, and uh, like uh, social issues as Christians is that we as Christians need to be, do a, be doing a much better job of redeeming culture and um, like taking dominion as we're called to as Christians in, in the sense of like making everything into the Lord, uh, making everything so under. that under the Lordship of Christ, right? Um, mm -hmm. So that bringing, bringing every area of life under the Lordship of Christ and, and making those spheres be honoring to him. Um, and, and right, like providing um, opportunities in the educational sphere that are God honoring and, um, and also, you know, very helpful and loving towards people who need those, um, services, mm -hmm. um, and not force them to have to turn to public education system to get those needs met. Um, right. Yeah. Um, I, um, talking about the, uh, the Twitter, or the goodness, the, the tweets from Marcus. Marcus Pittman? Marcus Pittman. Yeah. Um, I saw that you guys are both liking those, right? Mm -hmm. About all the different uh, changes that he suggested for yep. um, objects of racism mm -hmm. and then schooling in general. And I thought that was something that I would love to get behind is to help a pastor or, 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 or you know, a church to be, not, yeah, not a pastor, to be able to help the church to be able to provide homeschool um, supplies so that parents can or like single moms mm -hmm. or single dads can then provide homeschooling yep. for their kids you know where otherwise it would be impossible for them exactly yeah um and and then as a church if your church did that and where it was able to financially provide for people who don't have the means to homeschool their kids and honor christ in that way you can otherwise if you if you don't have that financial um support you can't go before your congregation and say, I think you we that we all should homeschool our children because of this is this and this and what the Bible says. You you can't say that because then you're causing your brothers and sisters to stumble by telling them they need to do something they are physically unable to do or financially unable to do. Um, or if you would if you do have that type of financial um, aid, you can go before your congregation and say, Yeah, I think that we should all strive to, you know be able to homeschool her own children and um to be that kind of parent right like like it's seriously one of my like personal dreams to one day be a part of a christian community that we all communally like help each other homeschool all of our children and awesome. right like and, and and reach out and provide mm -hmm. other like like privatized and, and communal education for other like low-income families like those sorts of things that we we get together and are, are all just like on board with that as a concept um because i i believe that a church that like is is going to be doing that like sort of thing is going to like literally radically change the world because they will be raising up as a community right these <laughs> fiercely independent and christ-honoring people who like 
know what life is about and like are ready to change the world. Um, and then they're going to get out into the world and be like, oh, this isn't what our church taught us. <laughs> no, that's not. Just no, because <laughs> they'll be taught that culture culture um, that's founded on secular values is yes. is uh, decaying and, and that yeah. we it's we are called as Christians to redeem it. Um, so I did want to just like read off the tweet that Marcus had. Um, so again, like um, this, uh, this is a guy that I definitely recommend in... in on Twitter, he his his. It's at I'm King Ginger, so I am King Ginger. <laughs> I'm King Ginger. I love it. I love um, it. But like he he has amazing, awesome stuff to say about like education and um, government and all those like social spheres and and biblical answers to to those, those sorts of things. So one of the things he he said he was going through like different problems, right? Um, he's like. Problem. Education. There's no question that education among lower-income communities is worse than education among suburban communities. Solution. Let's get the church together to create programs that provide tools, resources for single mothers to homeschool their own children. Mm -hmm. um, right? And, like, that's the sort of, like, radical sort of fundraising we should be doing as, as the church. Um, is providing those sorts of services so that the state doesn't have to come in and do it for us because the written and this is something that i've talked about probably before maybe not on this podcast but like as a, just a general thing for a long time is the reason that we have the situation we have now in government where we have government in like almost every part of education um we have uh so much government involved in like welfare and the helping of the poor which has caused a very dependent sort of atmosphere uh, for a lot of people um the reason those things happened and the reason they've gotten so much worse is because we as the church did not have the mindset that we need to redeem these areas of culture and that it's our job to help those people and to make sure that they can have the resources that they need to be able to do these things. And so the government had to step in. Well, the, the government necessarily had to step in, but like they did step in because they saw a vacancy. And then because government never does things the way that they probably should be done or at least doesn't do them as well as individuals and communities can do do on their own yeah. it caused all these sorts of problems right where we have um you know a wide-sweeping federal educational um uh policies that are very damaging and not christ honoring and then we also have large amounts of poor people um who are very dependent on the government <laughs> and if the government suddenly went away they would all die <laughs> right like it's that bad um, and, and that's because we as the church haven't been doing our job first and foremost. Um, and that's the sort of stuff that we need to be doing better at is <laughs> stepping in so that the government, so that these people don't have to turn to the government for these things. Anyway, that's my personal soapbox. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, yep, that's, that's Definitely true. your personal soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What else you got, Carls? Um, one of the the big things is uh, dress codes that are rarely adhered to, <laughs> that are <laughs> yep. very annoying. Um, not the dress codes themselves necessarily, but the people that don't adhere to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and that could be a major like um, difficulty for for a lot of students, right? Who I mean, it doesn't it doesn't help to be constantly surrounded by um, I mean, by any cultural thing, right? Any, any, whether or not it's just yeah. people dressing w whatever way that's not Christ honoring, but like also like just other cultural touchstones like music and movies and whatever, like being constantly surrounded by all of those mm -hmm. sorts of things 
that are produced by a culture that doesn't honor Christ. They can that can definitely be very discouraging, as you said earlier, Carly, for uh, for a Christian person mm-hmm. in public school system. system but. Um, you should read the second verse that you had up for for tonight off of off of that. Of of you know people might think that that's then you're safely exposing your children to those kinds of things, and that might be a benefit to them. For them to be able to see what the world is like and love them in spite of all these things. But, 1 Corinthians 15.33 says... Uh, oh, that's kind of weird. That's strange. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I didn't think that's what it uh, said. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's it's like a whole lot of H's. It's the dentist there. verse. Uh, yeah. um, Thus saith the Lord, ah, when he had his <laughs> dental appointment. That's probably heresy. <laughs> That's not heresy. I'd say it's sacrilegious. You didn't really yeah, say the doctrine. Yeah, sacrilegious. So the context of it would be the culture itself because writing to the church in Ephesus where Paul... or He's writing to the Corinthians, but he's talking about... He says, what do I gain if, humanly speaking, I fought with the beasts at Ephesus? If the dead are not raised, let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. Do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. Wake up from your drunken stupor as is right and do not go on sinning. For some have no knowledge of God. I say this to your shame. So the context there is being surrounded by people that don't see a purpose in life itself Mm -hmm. of not believing that uh, eternal life or that there is a life that continues on after this that Mm -hmm. every single human being from the moment that they're created has going on into future eternity mm-hmm. being a reality and this is yeah the context they don't believe that and that that aren't raised then that's one of the things that's going to ruin your morals of not seeing purpose beyond this and not seeing this as that small dot mm-hmm. um, in eternity before the rest of eternity after this and that bad company just focuses on the now and that pleasure for now in the public school and whatever else you do is that that's the focus that's not on eternity and that's at every single one of your classes you see that in the way your classmates act that aren't christians and yeah going through public school that's exactly what it was it's that was the focus and even if it wasn't said out loud you could just see that atmosphere so that company ruining good morals because that if nothing's being said that's like the area that you're in mm-hmm. the atmosphere of it and specifically i find it interesting it says do not be deceived like how poignant yeah. is that <laughs> so, yeah, to be tricked and think that the bad company wouldn't ruin mm-hmm. or have that effect on you right and you think about like how impressionable like kids are especially at a younger age right like do you really want them to be constantly surrounded by those sorts of and like it's getting younger and younger and younger where um where i've heard like horror stories from various schools of like just weird stuff that like and like yeah i'm I'm trying to think like like 10 year olds who like or schools that like 10 year olds who like get into like actual like violent fights like all the time right like and just like okay well i don't want to send any of my children to a situation like that ever. <laughs> also, um, another thing is just the increased violence 
uh, or increased mm. gun violence in schools. Oh my gosh, yeah, like no, that. that's seriously mm. a um, really interesting point to consider, right? A lot of people that I, um, well, I shouldn't say a lot of people, but a couple of people that I work with, um, who were parents, were both like, uh, like homeschooling is looking so much better mm-hmm. you know, as the day as the days go on because uh, at craig there was a yeah. like fake um gun uh threat, threat or a fake bomb threat and uh this guy that i know is definitely not a christian who is actually like god hating <laughs> was just all like yeah i mean <laughs> homeschooling is looking better and better by the day not because he yeah. he didn't like what his, the government was teaching his kids mm-hmm. he didn't care about that he what he cared about was hey my kids aren't going to be safe here anymore, yeah. are they? And it's becoming like clearer and clearer, right? That like public school, the public school system is not, uh, what what's the word I'm looking for? Is not prepared to deal with these sorts of situations. Mm-hmm. Like it's that, it, like schools are such a easy target, right? Like they are, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. as a person who, if, if you want to go shoot up a place, right, that is a place that you will find a lot of people who you can shoot at and they probably won't be protected, mm-hmm. right? Like there probably won't be a bunch of security guards around it who are going to pull out guns and attack you, right? And, like, and if you want to go down in history, if you want to really he- hurt right. mankind, who are you going to, who are you going to go for? Mm-hmm. You're not going to go to a courthouse. You're not going to go to, to, you know, a gathering of like some sort of sporting event or something like 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 a local sporting event you're gonna go to a local school Mm -hmm. especially right now right like that's the because that's what the public guy is focused on and and like like me as a a person who's like you know hypothetically um uh like me just thinking about other parents like hypothetically being like so if we all just took our kids out of public school what are the what's the decrease in percentage of risk that happens immediately like just think about that like <laughs> is is someone going to just go through a neighborhood right. and go go to every house and just start shooting every no and like it, it, if they did they'd be caught by the second house right like the cops would be called by all the neighbors there yeah exactly and you can very easily protect your home from an intruder <laughs> yeah. whereas a school once they're in they're in and it's too late and there's you know especially too, like too a school like bodies, yeah, yeah exactly like too many spot. people in one spot running yeah. around probably panicking right like yeah yeah we had a, a threat at our school i think a couple weeks after the um mm. the florida shooting and um and then we are now changing all of our, um, like, emergency drills so that they're safer. Like, we changed our fire drill because our fire drill was originally everyone at school went straight to the football field and just got with their first period teacher. And they were like, well, that doesn't make sense. Have them just go with the class they're with to a certain part on campus so everyone's spread out, not in the same place. Because of and an, an we just changed just our make the fire alarm go off and yep. they're all yeah yeah well I mean that was a fire drill well. for a fire yeah. drill but, but um seem like a mock fire but drill for mm-hmm. for a yeah for an active shooter drill we I don't know if we changed anything recently but the class that I was in for when we did the drill like literally it's an art room so there's an entire um like a garage door of windows <laughs> that leads out onto the like you can see the street and everything and it's like we all just had to pile into the art closet because there's nowhere else to hide (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah 
Okay, but you should you you went to a verse right after you read the first verse that oh, I saw, yeah. but you never yeah. got to it. Yeah, so it was kind of going along with those same verses there. Um, but for specifically speaking to Christians in Second Colossians or not Second, Second Colossians, Colossians. Second Colossians, <laughs> Colossians chapter two, um, and starting in verse eight, see it to see to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. So the same kind of thing there in the school. Um, all the philosophies that are being taught, whether it's actual philosophy classes or whatever else you're being taught in science classes and literature and health classes and all the things that are there, all these false philosophies. But even it even goes beyond those things of classes and just the quote-unquote morals <laughs> of society that are being pushed on every single person that's going to public school that everyone has their own truth you have to accept that if they believe yeah. it vigorously then you can't challenge that they believe it vigorously so be happy that they trust in something vigorously and don't try and share what you believe mm -hmm. if it contradicts it or or it's just different <laughs> that you can't oppose it and if we're supposed to be, if, if, if you as, I guess we shouldn't say we because we're not parents, but if, if you yeah. as a Christian parent are supposed to be in charge of protecting your children, mm -hmm. right? Like this, is, this isn't a verse directed at children. This is a verse directed at Christians, yeah. right? And so if we as Christians need to be aware and see to it that nobody takes us captive by philosophy or empty deceit, then how much more should we be protecting <laughs> our children from being yeah um, taken captive by philosophy and yeah yeah, yeah. um and it reminds me of the movie that caleb and i, I was literally watched, just thinking uh, about that yeah. a quiet place a quiet place you yeah. know which was a great great phenomenal movie but just one of the lines in there was if we can't protect our children who are who we? are we yeah and is <laughs> hits me right there okay. it was good but yeah yeah christian parents saw it as seriously as when it was taken in that mm -hmm. movie there would, there, everyone, oh my gosh it would all be christian schools and homeschools yeah. oh my gosh and, and i'm literally just thinking about the like that, that literally that just movie. You, you've completely recontextualized the movie for yep. me because that's that exactly be what it can be taken as a direct analogy for that right yeah this is this is the world abortion mm -hmm. and not abortion and christian schools and homeschools and that's oh it. my gosh yeah 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 i want to watch really that whole be... movie again now like well, i'm watching that, that whole movie again many a times <laughs> Wow, that's but yeah, crazy. Uh, it's just so just real quick, I'm just, we would totally recommend a quiet place. Yeah, there was nothing sexual in the entire movie. There was not a single swear word. It was the cleanest. Wow, like, that's rare. Yeah, I know. It was amazing. There was so, some violence, movie. but yeah, it's, it's a horror movie, yeah. so there's that. Yeah, I'm not really one for horror movies, so I haven't so looked into that. Yeah, but. it's not. I don't know. I I I, I shouldn't have maybe suspenseful. called it a horror movie. It's not. I guess it's like it technically Thriller. fits in the genre, but it's like definitely not because when 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 I say horror movie, like everybody's mm -hmm. minds immediately goes to like uh, demonic spirits, right? And... Like oh, Harry Potter, <laughs> like Jack the uh, Jack the Rivers, and like uh, Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw Massacre, like those sorts of things, right? Like like uh, slasher horror, right? Where it's just right. like gore and like ugh, people dying everywhere. No, that's not what it is at all, right? It's it's horror in the in the classical sense, right? Mm -hmm. It's tension. There is fear. Right. And that's like, the story is these things are bigger than us and we can't stop them. Right. That's, that's like the horror element, right? These, these things are more yeah. powerful than us and we can't like fight them. Um, yeah. And, but it's really good. It's fantastic. 
but yeah so so uh go ahead and continue with your pros and cons then carly uh that's pretty much all i had written down oh, there so, I, I mean i'm sure there list. are more but Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, do we want to talk about? Um... I did, but some some of them I I realized were kind of repeats. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Fair um. Did we want to talk about pros and cons of homeschooling? No. I think a couple of them. Because <laughs> we don't want to get into cons. It's just homeschool guys. Yeah. <laughs> don't 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 worry about the. No. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I I don't think we should get too in detail with it. But I mean, I would just say a couple things real quick of mm-hmm. like specific cons are. Um, as parents grow older, and I know a guy that I work with that has said this, that as his, as he grew older, he became more responsible for his homeschooling, mm-hmm. um, and then he started slacking off on a couple of things, and then his mom, who should have been like, hey, who who noticed that he wasn't on top of certain subjects, mm-hmm. but instead of trying to help him or do anything about it, it was just, you're I mean, responsible for yourself. You're responsible. Yeah, you're responsible for your own schooling. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that can definitely be a problem of, uh, the kid is responsible for their own schooling rather than the parent. And as they grow older, the responsibility just gets put, placed on the child. And that's, you know, that's wrong. That well, so, so that's the thing, right? Of... Like I, it, it, I think it's a natural thing, um, for homeschooling. And, and this is something I've seen every single time. Like when I look at this, at, at this situation, right? Like where once you get into high school, basically you start to shift and start to just self-study, right? Um, where it's not, it's not your your mom or whatever like um, teaching teaching you, you like giving like, you lectures, giving you a lecture yeah. and like walking you through this stuff. It's you reading the stuff, right? Reading the curriculum, mm-hmm. watching whatever video there is for it or whatever, doing it on your own, mm-hmm. and and then your mom grades your homework basically, right? right? Like your mom grades mm-hmm. your tests. Um, and yeah, I think that's a natural progression, but the, no, the problem comes in right yeah. when if if a parent isn't isn't keeping up on that right Right. and making sure that their child actually is continuing self-study in that way that's a legal um it's a legal problem too yeah yeah that's a legal responsibility (laughs) for a parent to do that yeah um so um it's interesting but then you're right right exactly like and and you as a as a child like being homeschooled you gotta make sure that you're self-disciplined to do those things Mm -hmm. and i think that's that's one of the most important things i think that comes out of homeschooling is that you you become at least modestly Mm self-disciplined right like even if you are one of the the homeschoolers who instead of getting your the the semester done like a month early you go into the summer which is the kind of homeschooler that i was um uh even if you're that kind of homeschooler you still did it on your own right like there was still some self of self some sense of self-discipline that when there was a deadline you did have to get it done by this deadline the deadline might be your graduation date Mm -hmm. right for all and you could (laughs) slacked off and then like doubled up like a whole bunch on the last semester or whatever right but it still had to be done and there there had to be self-discipline there Mm -hmm. that isn't you know that didn't come from the from the external motivation that public schooling often provides and that's a part of parenting of teaching your kids independence yeah to be even more helpful than being in a high school um where you're you're not you're not independent in the same ways um you're not forced to make sure that you're on top of these things you always have somebody making sure you are and if you're not you get a bad grade and that goes straight to your parents and and it's this big brouhaha and you can't do this (laughs) and you can't do that you have to stay on top it's a really big deal and so there's no room for i want to do this because i know this is important for me it's 
It's you have to do this because I say it's important. To right. You. And so two pros that are that jump to me directly off of what you just said. One, um, homeschooling allows uh, children to um, focus much more heavily on areas of study and interest that are actually interesting mm. to them um, rather than being forced to study a lot of things that they just don't care about at all mm-hmm. <laughs> um and, and I, I and some people might like say oh you need to have a broad education right like but like i think we take that concept much 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 too far in the public education system of our today right there is stuff that you literally just don't need to know yeah like if yeah. If, if you're not going to do anything with it you just don't need to know. like there's a yeah. we have google like what <laughs> yeah. i don't need to know when the magna I, carta was signed yeah. like i don't need to have that me- that fact memorized in my brain i might need to i might need to be Good able propaganda to understand reference yes thank you <laughs> i was hoping you catch that <laughs> right like can't we google when the magna carta was signed right like that's, that's what he said in uh board of education um yeah so are we yeah so are we, so are we. um <laughs> yeah un- unfortunately i've seen him tweet about the board of education and, and his solution unfortunately isn't homeschool his solution is give more funding to state education which is un- <laughs> unfortunate uh, oh propaganda anyway um mm. but uh but right like not only that right not only can you your your children um be much more focused on areas of self-interest that are like actually interesting in them specifically like for me like an example right like um writing um if i had not been homeschooled I would definitely not be as good of a writer as I am. And, and I don't say that to brag. <laughs> I, I say that because I, I, I know because of going to college that I am an exceptional writer comparatively to most other people in college because it does not take me that much effort to get an A where it seems like everyone else in college is struggling incredibly hard to write the, uh, a paper of the same quality. Mm-hmm. And that's just because I spent the time in something that I was interested in to make sure that I was good at that thing because I knew that was going to be important mm-hmm. for me later. So a uh, uh, real quick question. What mm-hmm. did you get for the writing portion of the ACT? Do you remember? Um... I do not remember. Okay, it's been I, it's been so long. I, I just wanted to see if, if we we lined up because I. Uh, what did you get for the right portion? Well, I'm the grading was really funky. Right, that's what I was thinking. Um, too. for the writing portion of it, and I'm pretty sure I got the second highest score I could have gotten, either that or I got like below average. I'm not <laughs> sure because the 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 grading system told me that it was going off of this thing, and then as I watched the grading process. I should have gotten a different score than what the grading process told me I got, and so I was just oh, okay. thoroughly confused. But I was like, "So what did it say sure. that you got?" Because right, I it think told it's... me I got a five, but it it was the difference between either it's a one through six or a one through twelve, and it said that the grading system was a one through twelve, and then I got um, higher numbers on the things that I got, and instead of getting an eleven, which is what the grading says I should have gotten, I got a five, and so I was kind of like, "Did they just?" say they're grading me by a 12 <laughs> and then go back to the six system for my final grade. And I was super mm. confused. And I still, to this day, don't know what exactly it told me. Mm. Um, but I didn't feel like I had a problem with writing. It was just something that came natural to me as well, mm-hmm. because I, it, it wasn't something that I had to do all the time. It's something that I, but it's something that I understood how to do and could do well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one thing I'll also I wanted to say, going off of that same kind of idea, right, is that public schooling, or I'm sorry, uh, homeschooling offers you um, much more opportunity to be able to teach your children real life skills. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
right? Like, mm. going back to, like, we don't need to know when Magna Carta was signed. Like, we don't need to have that, right. that information memorized. We can Google <laughs> that. But what we do need to know is how to wash dishes, <laughs> how, how to take care of a house, right? Like, taxes. how to do taxes. Like, home ec. Home ec, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. and I, holy crap, like, I know how to do all those things. Now, yeah. I don't know how to do my taxes. I know no, a person to pay to do my taxes, yeah. which is what I'm going to continue to do. Um, I uh, had a big problem with my computer um, at some point, mm. and the amount of research I did to try to <laughs> fix my computer now I say things about computers and people th tell me they have a problem with their computer. I ask them questions. Well, how is this doing? And they're like, what did you just say? And I'm just like, ah, I forget that. Like, like I, in, yeah. I, I genuinely I, I feel like I took a computer course, um, through like my senior year of high school because I had a problem with my computer and did self research on yep. all these different things on the internet to figure out how to fix my computer. And now I know all of these different things about computers that I didn't know before. Um, and it wasn't because I took a course. It was because real life happened and I needed to fix my computer. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing, right? Like, obviously, those sorts of, like, situations aren't exclusive to homeschooling, no, right? Like, not. obviously, you can... Be, and I'm sure you've had situations like this, Carly, where like you really wanted to know this thing and you just taught yourself how to do the thing, right? Like, yeah, uh, right. Yeah. Like, I mean, she reads the Bible and she's like, like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like there's that, and you read the books like by like Doctor James White, which is like awesome. Self study, yeah. And um, basically, what I'm just uh, what I'm just trying to point out is homeschooling is much more conducive to that mm -hmm. sort of environment. It than teaches you is. to not only want it and need it but to enjoy it yeah because it's, it's, <laughs> that too. it's yeah. something that you that you understand is valuable because you aren't being it your this information isn't being forced upon you mm -hmm. this knowledge is not something that they're telling you you need to know because of whatever well because there is no reason for it because you know the government tells me <laughs> as the teacher that i have to teach you this stupid thing and you know and, and teachers <laughs> have, have told kids that before like yeah there's there's no reason i should be teaching you this but the government tells me i have to so i'm going to <laughs> and then people uh, kids lose a respect and value for knowledge and instead mm -hmm. of wanting to learn more about their uh career choices or about the things that they should know about everyday life instead they see it as a chore to learn mm -hmm. um and that's the most that's that's the greatest disservice that we could do to a generation of children is to teach them that learning is painful i just see it as like a mm. teacher here there's this rotten donut like i have mm -hmm. to give it to you because the government said i did yep and like you, you should learn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean you should eat it because eat and enjoy it because right and, and there's also to. there's also the fact to give you yeah and, and i i've seen a, a meme about this before where it's or a comic where basically it's this 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 kid just sitting in a, in a desk and he gets a book shoved into his throat and then he just keeps keeps getting more and more books shoved down his throat and eventually his stomach is so full and oh, then he, just, he just barfs it all up onto a piece of paper and then the next panel is him getting a graduation cap <laughs> right yeah, but that's, that's exactly that. the public that's what the, yeah. our current educational sphere teaches us how education is supposed to work it's mm -hmm. you 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 memorize and then mm -hmm. you regurgitate and if you can regurgitate yeah and this is something that propaganda also talks about in board of education right if i can repeat what I, what you just said then somehow i've like i've learned something right yeah um somehow i'm i'm more educated now instead of if you're a robot instead of a person that's passionate about something exactly then you're yep. a <laughs> learned person if you're that robot yeah. yeah um and like i found like um because and so i go to a public college 
um, right now. And, and there are definitely hypocrites. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> he's cheap, man. No. <laughs> um, so but, public school. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, this is the thing, right? Like, it, because I've had such a good foundation, one, I excel at pretty much every class that I take. Yeah, I, I just I want to mm-hmm. say real quick, every single other person I have seen that I know personally that has gone to college has struggled with it and had mental breakdowns and had big problems, except for you. Well, no, you did have one mental breakdown, didn't you? I, I've had one, but this, so literally the the, the no, only mental breakdown I've ever had is this semester. And the only reason is because I took probably too many credits than I should have. Mm. Um, it was literally, I had like one panic attack, uh, mainly because I took a class in something. Basically, it was more a, an existential crisis than anything. Um, because mm-hmm. I took, I was minoring in something that I didn't like at all. And so I, I've changed my minor since. Um, and yeah, mm-hmm. I just hated that class so much. I'm just like, I, why am I doing this to myself? Right. Um, okay. So I, so I, so I take it back, but every no, but single I, person I know has gone through. Like, no, but I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying though. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Almost every other person I've, I've heard about who, who in college, like constantly can mm-hmm. consistently has mental breakdowns because they aren't prepared <laughs> to deal with college life. <laughs> I was talking to Mickey and JJ literally last night and, mm-hmm. and AJ, you were there. And yeah. they were like, yeah, I'm prepared to die I've in college. I've accepted my fate. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I've accepted my fate in college. And I'm just like, <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah, and, and I have incredibly enjoyed my experience at college. Mm-hmm. I've learned a lot of different things. And I've also been very, like, I, I know how to critically think about the things I'm being taught, which I know are not from a biblical worldview, <laughs> because I've had that incredible foundation beforehand. Right. And that's not to say that you can't have that foundation if you're, if you're, a public if school, you're yeah. in public school, because I, I know that you, Carly, have that right yes um but it's, it's just talking about min- carly you were on this pedal solo it's the idea of min maxing right like how can we maximize the <laughs> solid foundation that our children have going to the rest of their life mm-hmm. um and unfortunately the public education mm-hmm. system doesn't provide that as of right now <laughs> like it, just looking at it objectively um for for us as christians like looking at the world um uh yeah i think i think that's all i was going to talk about in that sense i'm trying to think of like i thought like pros and cons um i i mean i would say that's that's as far as we need to go in the pros and cons of of okay. the both of them i would say we should get into more um bible verses and really make a case for homeschooling because if we're gonna go by you know a jeff durbin theology here everything is a gospel issue right right yeah so um if if you are a parent or if you are not a parent right now thinking about how you do want to parent in the future like this is something you gotta know because if you're going to have kids or if you do have kids this is inescapable if whether you're this choice Mm -hmm. right like there there are only a certain uh, like like number of things that you can do to train up your child right to teach your child to educate your child um and you can't you can't escape that there is going to be one of these things. So you're either going to be one honoring Christ with your actions or two, you're going to be sinning. And <laughs> that is a gospel issue, right? Because if, if you were a Christian, you're going to study scripture and you're going to learn exactly what Christ wants you to do with this situation. Um, mm-hmm. And so what all four of us here would, would say, and all four of us have already said so far that, you know, our plan is to homeschool our kids. Right. And, if, if for some reason we can't do that, I mean, I feel like we should all just make a pact right now and financially support each other if we can't. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... 
for me personally, I think <laughs> if I wasn't able to homeschool, but there was still a homeschool group mm. where at least one of the parents and at least one, but hopefully more than oh. one family was available to teach the different areas of the curriculum with all of the stuff. And then if that also wasn't available, then seeking out a solid Christian school, but obviously I preferred the homeschooling route, but if that wasn't that still seek out a Christian school. So it's so much more so mm-hmm. in that basis. So, so even if little things are off that it's yeah. not 20 hours a week that you'd have to try and compete with that. If they're going to a Christian school, you wouldn't have 20 hours to try and combat what they were taught yeah, so I'm, I'm really just thinking about this back. now like so if, if us us three are gonna homeschool our children like preferably and if we can like i'm just trying to think about like if we can convince most of our other friends to do so we can literally have our own like homeschool like community yeah, thing could, going on right own, like co-ed yes. exactly we could have our own like co-op thing yeah. going on and that would be awesome i could I teach all the kids how to write say. guys <laughs> yeah and i would do their math Come join our gate, and we're just gonna start a gated community. Is what we're gonna do. Let's just start a gated community, guys. Let's just do it. The Southern Kingdom. <laughs> Suspiciously glances at the, at, or worriedly glances at the chat, hoping Kathy Pinch does not say no. no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, I just kind of got like excited there for a second. <laughs> Okay. Anyway. Well, so now I totally have the, the gated community silly songs with Larry stuck in my head. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember how that goes, so unfortunately. Proud. So proud. I need to look that up when we're done here. But anyway, okay. So so let's make our case <laughs> for um. Should have brought my other stuff with me. <gasps> Retreat. Josh said he'll teach comp sci computer science. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Josh. Oh, <laughs> uh, that see, it's so good already. It's yep. so good. I'll teach writing. You'll you'll be the pastor of our little <laughs> little church. <laughs> our little church. Yeah, because we're gonna have a gated community, right? Yeah. Uh, mega church in our gated community. Yeah, <laughs> mega church, Caleb. In our giant <laughs> mega gated community. Church. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Josh. If you can teach math, then I won't have to. <laughs> I'll do, I'll do art can you math. teach me math too? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Johnny. Just go over to Uncle Josh's house. He'll teach you how to do math. I don't wanna. That'd be great. Uh, no, but okay. So uh, let's make a biblical case for this. Everybody, um, pull out your Bibles. Well, I should have brought all my verses from the fall or winter retreat. I've got one. Mm. Didn't think of that. Okay, shoot, Charlie. I should probably look at it. Uh, Proverbs 22, 6. Direct your oh, children under the right path, and when they are older, they will not leave it. <laughs> Boom. Amen. That's the one I had. Yep, that's literally <laughs> the one he had before him. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Actually, the other stuff is posted on the Facebook thing. I posted oh, yeah, Seth. Seth, you should you should move to Wisconsin and have and, and join our gated community. My friend Seth Lyja. He should definitely, he should definitely do this posted on the Sophia page so I can look them all up on there. Mm. There you go. Okay. I don't know how, what I was expecting if I could just opening up the Bible and like <laughs> just scrolling through. I don't, I, I, I can't, nothing's <laughs> coming to my mind like right away. Obadiah 3, 2, I don't know. Three, how two, dare you, one. Josh? <laughs> Josh just said, hmm, if the megachurch was a Presbyterian. <laughs> We'll have this argument later, Josh. (laughs) 
Yeah, I, I got nothing. I don't know. If I'm sorry. Let me find them. Oh, I've, no, I've, yeah, I've got some verses written got, like, down. for 20 of them, but yeah. to open to it. Yeah, yeah, Seth, we were just talking about um, our um, how we're going to homeschool all of our children, and um, we've been thinking about, like, kind of jokingly started a gating, starting a gated community uh, where we all just lived, like, lived together, and, and Connor's going to be the pastor of our church that we start there. And, and so, yeah, just, dude, like, come come move to Wisconsin and join our gated community with your children. <laughs> and we'll play D&D with them. Right? Like, a, we'll play role-playing Oh my gosh, a D&D class, yes. Oh my gosh! Guys, guys, seriously though, okay? <laughs> role-playing, oh, we've talked about this before, but role-playing yes. games teach you critical skills. They teach you problem-solving and teamwork and storytelling. So good. Creativity. You know I'm gonna play RPG with my children. Like, you well, know. Think, you, gotta, yeah. you gotta jump to, for, to uh, Proverbs 1. Just thinking of school and knowledge, period. You... That's a good point. Mm. Yeah. Proverbs 1, 7 through 9. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. You need to yeah. go back to the beginning of the episode, Seth, and listen to the whole thing. Because he just said, I was public school and I turned out fine. So was <laughs> Arlie. the episode. She yeah. turned out more than fine. <laughs> Still got two years left, though. Not that not that, that will corrupt me, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Carly. You jinxed oh, it. Oh, no! <laughs> She's going to lose her salvation through public school. She's oh, going to no. shave her head and get tattoos. <laughs> we all forgot no. about Philippians 1.6. That thing. makes it not true anymore. <laughs> now Carly's not a Christian because of two years of high school. Whoa. Yeah, that's, that's how that works. Just light a sled on fire in the wintertime. There you go. <laughs> what the heck? That's just the picture I had in my mind, so I had to verbalize it. Anyway, we should actually like say these verses. Yeah. So. Okay. So I mean, we had we had uh, uh, Proverbs twenty two six. Um, AJ was going to Proverbs chapter one. Um, do you want me to just go there? Sure. Okay. Um, and, and just in the topic of um, knowledge in general, and just the fear of God. Um. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity, to give prudence to the simple, to the young man, knowledge, and discretion. A wise man will hear and increase learning, and a man of understanding will attain wise counsel, to understand a proverb and an enigma, the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Where are you going to get wisdom and instruction? Not from the government. <laughs> like, um, this is Solomon, the son of David, talking to his son and him telling him to go to wise counsel and seek out wise counsel. And then Proverbs 22, train up your child in the way of the Lord and he will not mm -hmm. depart from, um, when he is old when he is old, you will not depart from the way of the Lord. Um, and, and just a quick note on that is that verse is not a, if you do parenting perfectly, then your, your child will then, be saved. <laughs> then you're saving your child. Yeah. Right. Um, it's, it's a proverb. It's saying, if you this do this, general wisdom, general wisdom, you should do this because this is best. Um, best. Right. Um, 
But I mean, I mean, I, I literally, you jo you go to anywhere in Proverbs about wisdom, and you're going to see um, wise people seek wise counsel. That's what you do. That's how to receive wisdom and knowledge. Right, and we have like so counsel. much, right, so much going on in Proverbs too about like um, parents teaching their children, right? Yeah. Um, I don't think there's a single verse you can ever point to that tells you you should go send your child to someone else to have them be taught, right? Like it, it's the responsibility of you know us as future parents to teach our future children in the way that they should go. Um, that not only means like morally and and you know uh, spiritually, but um, like how how are we going to do that moral and spiritual teaching if we send our children away and then they're going to get, they're going to get moral and spiritual teaching from another place mm -hmm. um, and not from us. And I mean, I mean, I think the main thing is, do you want to parent your kids or would you like the government to? <laughs> I mean, that's the main and again, thing. These are, these are like, we're, 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 we're maybe painting this a little bit extreme, but <laughs> we're, we're just talking about like, ma again, maximization of good here, right? Like yes. what's best. Um, and, and I mean, if you're a Christian, you're always seeking for what is best. Yeah. If you know the good you should do and yet don't do it for him, it is sin. That's James four seventeen. Mm -hmm. If you know that homeschooling would be the better option, but for your kid in your specific situation, all right, well, like we talked about this already. If you are, are realizing through the Holy spirit, through God's word that, Hey, this is how I should be parenting my children is through homeschooling. And I know that that is the better option. Okay. And then choosing not to do it, that would be sin. And I'm not saying that, that, that because of these verses, every single Christian on the planet is officially going to be convinced that they need to public school or they need to homeschool their kids mm -hmm. because you know, for people in specific situations, they probably shouldn't. There are, there are reasons. There are specific circumstances. We're not giving a blanket statement we're giving general advice mm -hmm. and we're, we're giving a general we're, we're giving advice on a general thrust of christianity in the future mainly is what i'm but like that's that's my main exhortation it's not like all right um like everyone who has their children in public school right now like you're, you're sinning Tomorrow. and you gotta like take your kids out of school right immediately and whatever I, I i still think it's it's not a good time for children to be in public school for i mean all the reasons that we mentioned but more specifically like the school shooting situations like i just i just don't think it's safe and i i don't think it's it's not it's not wise in our in our current environment to, to do this um but Mainly, I'm I'm talking about like in the future. What are we thinking about for a culture of Christianity in this country and around the world? Um, what do we want that to look like? And I I think it should look like based on scripture and based on um, I mean based on scripture. Um, <laughs> it should look like parents discipling their children, who discipled their children, who discipled their children. And the best way to do that is to have direct contact with them all day <laughs> if you can, right? Like as, as much as possible and be able to be an int intimate part of their lives and not isolate yourself from them most of the day and only see them when they come home and, and then they have homework still and then you only maybe see them at dinner and then they go to bed and then it's tomorrow, right? Like obviously that's an overgeneralization, but. Um, and also just for just for people in, in the chat who have just started watching, also uh, we quoted first Corinthians 10 33 mm -hmm. talking about, um, how, um, 15 Oh yes. 15 I'm sorry. First Corinthians 15 of, um, 
bad company corrupts good habits. Um, and we talked about the context of that and stuff like that. See so if I wanted to go back and listen to that. But I mean, just read the verses yourself. Um, and then also um, Colossians two, cha- uh, uh, Colossians chapter two, not, verse eight. Not, not second Colossians. Yes, not and not second Colossians. <laughs> yes, second Colossians. Um, of. Do not be, do, um, do not let yourself be deceived by um, philosophy and empty deceit. Um, and how much more should we, as um, um, Christian parents, then try to protect our children from being deceived um, by the um, mm-hmm. public school system? Oh, so this is so good. So Josh just just said in chat, in regard to the financial questions of homeschooling, my church has a Christian education assistance fund to provide financial aid to parents who struggle to give their children a Christian education, especially homeschooling. That's great. See, Mm. like that is the sort of stuff that we need to be doing at a church, like seriously. And and we have no idea the the kind of change that can bring um, if if we are providing that for people and allowing them to. uh, It's so good. It's the same thing with abortion. Is if every Christian is going to take a stand on, um, uh, or stand against abortion, we also have to be able to say, okay, but if we're going to take a stand against abortion, we have to be able to financially um, say that we would financially support and you know emotionally support these um, families that are going through these kinds of situations. We have to actually be there to help them to not not only not make that decision, but then help them with the consequences afterwards of Mm -hmm. you know. I, we now have a child. This children. is a big yeah. responsibility financially, um, you know, mm-hmm. um, all these different things. Um, if we aren't going to say, yes, we would help these families in these situations, um, then we, you know, we can't be against abortion. And it's the same thing with this. If if we think, and we're, I'm not saying we're against public schooling. We're not saying that. If, if we think that Christians, if at all possible, should want to homeschool their children... And we could say that from a biblical perspective. Um, we should be able to say as well that we would financially support parents who want to do that but are unable to. Yeah. And I think I think that's maybe uh, so. That's a thing that comes up a lot um, when in reference to abortion and people. I think a lot of times people will use that as like, see, you Christians actually don't care about right. um, about yeah. abortion. You know. Right. And I, I would say a lot of Christians don't ca- actually I, care. I would disagree. Like I, I, the majority of Christians that I have seen who are very passionate and in 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 your face about abortion are also the people who are adopting like crazy, right? Like <laughs> they're the kind of yeah, people who are constantly looking out for those opportunities because right. we do actually get it right and and i think people who don't care about abortion are the people who aren't also aren't adopting right um well okay I, what, I, what, I, what i guess what i mean by that is a lot of people in churches okay not christians hmm. a lot of people in churches who say yeah i'm against abortion right but that's the thing right it's, it's one thing to say you're against abortion and one thing to fight against abortion right um, and, I, and I think that's that's the thing there, right? Like, if we are truly caring about abortion, not only will we be out there <laughs> making like begging people not to kill their children, but mm-hmm. also will we be constantly saying, yes, we will raise those children, right? We will adopt those children. We will help you with those children. Yeah. Um, and that's the sort of thing that we need, we as a church need to be doing and need to be, because again, it's, it's all about redeeming every sphere of life for yeah. Christ's sake. And the raising of children, whether or not, whether or not it's in, specifically education or just making sure that they're alive to begin with is incredibly important. Did you find any more verses in your, in your gigantic list of notes that might apply? 
half of it wasn't gigantic. It was like my explanation of each of them. Right? Oh yeah, because you talked about you talked about parenting at the so conference, was, yeah, didn't child you? To yeah. Parent. yeah. I've got another verse. Do it. Um, Psalm one twenty seven three through five. Children are a gift from the Lord. They are reward, a reward from him. Children born to a young man are like arrows in a warrior's hand. How joyful is the man whose quiver is full of them. He will not be put to shame when he confronts his accusers at the city gates. <laughs> That's such a cool verse. Like, I like yeah. that verse. And, like, I think later in, in either in that psalm or, like, another psalm, it's uh, those children are continuing continue to be depicted as arrows right and they're being mm -hmm. fired right these yeah. arrows are being fired off into their own lives right like into their future and that's the sort of mindset that christian parents have you know should have as as uh you know the, have, they that mindset, have right? the idea that the arrows are yours until they are independent not <laughs> the arrows are co-held between you and the government <laughs> until they they're go not going to be as strong of an arrow if exactly you know, not that a person couldn't be it's basically not so, in yeah. a uh, battle of um, what's it called? Like when two people get divorced, they're in a battle of custody. 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 You are not in a custody battle between the public school system and you know your family, and you mm -hmm. shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. Another analogy that just kind of came to me, if we're going with the arrows, is um, just kind of like pushing off your children to public school and then expecting them to not be influenced by by the culture that they're surrounding it's yeah. basically like viewing these children as arrows and then throw like shooting the arrow into a termite nest and then going to recovery and later and expecting it not to be chewed up yeah throwing pearls to swine yeah <laughs> right exactly oh how that <laughs> yeah. verse though oh my goodness these pearls are your precious children. Are you going to just throw them before Obviously, the swine of the world? Obviously, that is not the context of that. It's not the context, but yes. I mean, but it could be. Like, yeah. it's not specifically the context, but it, I think the like it can, it the apply. idea can apply. Yes. Yeah, because it's it, it's again, it's 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 just pearls, right? It's precious things. Well, the precious thing is the gospel. Right. Okay, but that like discipling your children, yes. I think. Yeah. Could fit into that sphere. But okay, so that's about five verses. We have made our official case. And I know, I know, like, so we kind of, we talked about verses kind of sporadically. We also just kind of like talked about general, um, you know, pros and cons and stuff. I'm sure that there are people who have made much better arguments than us and have much more scripture to mm. back it up yes. than mm -hmm. us. Um, yeah. So Vody Bakum, right? Vody Bakum is a good place to go. Um, he has good stuff on this. Um, anything from apologia radio on this topic they have a lot of good stuff like that they're and their friends right the, those people around um that sphere um uh the people who are around apologia radio um yeah have i listened to cross politic and they've done some stuff they've on done that. some stuff on that yeah 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 uh for sure right so those sorts of things are good places to go to to get more information about this sort of thing um yeah uh uh one last verse before we close of just joshua 24 right Mm -hmm. choose this day whom you will serve but as for me and my household we will serve the lord mm. that's all in the culture that was around right there that was exactly all the false gods the yep. same as in exactly public school um so one one thing actually a person in chat um, my friend seth said um in that sense you need to be smart when homeschooling going to a christian college i've met some sheltered homeschoolers that can't handle the real world you may have covered that already though lol so we didn't cover that but i i would say like i i'm sure that there are homeschoolers like that I haven't met any of them personally. I yeah. 
I mean, maybe I have met. So I've, I, I knew some back in the day who I expect probably ended up like that. But well, I, I, I don't, don't know them. I don't know them, them personally. Yeah. Like, I don't. I, I can't point to a person in my life right now and, and and be like, oh, that person was homeschooled, and they definitely can't handle the real world. Right. Most of the people that I've I've been around are have excelled in mm-hmm. in the real world. <laughs> um, and it, yeah, it, it obviously is important to be smart about that. But I I would say like if you are a Christian parent, like you should be smart about that anyway. Right. Okay. All right. Um, Let's say. Let's say I've heard the argument of some parents are like, yeah, I'm not smart enough to Mm. be able to school my kids. Okay. There are resources for that. Yes. So another, another resource that I want to point to, and I'll put all these in the line notes. Um, um, I believe it was Ron Paul, the, the libertarian politician guy. Um, he, man, I, I need to look this up. I'll put this in the liner notes, but he has, he literally legitimately has a curriculum like an entire thing, like curriculum for homeschool, homeschool people, and I, I don't remember the context of it now. It 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 was really cool when I looked at it, but it's the kind of stuff, right, where it's it's really it's easy to self teach. Um, and there are, there are plenty of resources out there that can really 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 help you, um, teach. Um, and you don't need to know these things to be able to teach it, right? Um, and let's say that you're you're single right now and you know you're not married or anything and you're thinking about homeschooling and you're just like yeah i'm just not you know i'm just not don't feel like i'm intelligent enough to be able to teach my children just marry somebody really smart that's all you gotta do (laughs) (laughs) can you teach high level math (laughs) then you're the one for me (laughs) here's the thing though is you don't have to be able to teach high level math i think that's what people think is you don't have to know everything that all seven or so teachers at every single school would have to know in order to to teach the teachers don't know half the things that they teach (laughs) that's they teach from yeah that's probably true and they read from it beforehand and during and that's how they teach the children you wouldn't be doing any more than those teachers you are um and especially as as they get older they learn to self um to be self-taught yeah and so so one of the things also too um because seth pointed out curriculum isn't everything there are some people who legitimately can't teach i just got back from tutoring a kid who has horrible math teacher that is definitely a good point um but there are plenty of curriculums out there that legitimately come with dvds that it's there's a teacher teaching it that's Um, how we learned our math matthew c um matthew c is the curriculum that we used and it was literally just a guy he was teaching that josh and his family used yes um, and we learned math that way. And he was a fantastic teacher. You just have to do your research. And that's, that's something that we as Christians should be able to, to mm-hmm. come alongside other people and, and give them good resources. I mean, yeah, just right? like this. Exactly. Right. <laughs> hey, this is the resource that I used, you know, and it worked fine for me. And I think the main thing is not us trying to find different excuses as to why this wouldn't work under specific circumstances. Yep. The main point is, do you want to homeschool your kids? And that's the most important thing. Um, it's the same thing with everything in the Christian life. It's not that you do it perfectly. It's do you desire to serve God in this area of your life? Or mm. would you rather hold on to it for yourself? It's it's with every part of the Christian life. Is yeah. Even if it seems impossible, pray about it. Ask for help. That's what you would say to any other problem in a Christian life where you know this is the biblical truth that you should stand by. Yeah, and, and that's one of the things that I, I'm getting more and more convicted by. As time goes on, and we were actually, uh, Josh and I were actually kind of talking about this um, the other day, is I, I am, I'm becoming more and more of an idealist, 
Um, but that is because I am more and more in love with Christ and how amazing and sovereign he is every single day. Um, and, and when, when you have a God like that, who is so in control of everything, you have a lot of hope, uh, for the future and for, for how things could work that seem impossible. Um, and when, like us, for us as Christians, the most important thing is to do study, see what is the thing that is most honoring to Christ and then go wholeheartedly after that and, and help other people who are trying to do the same. Mm -hmm. So, Okay. Can we close with the verse Galatians 6, 9? Sure. Let's do it. Oh, I lost it. And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Hmm. Let us do hmm. good to everyone, but especially those of the household of God. Mm -hmm. Right. And that includes <laughs> the, the children that you're hoping to train up in the Lord. Right. Yeah. That's Galatians 6, 9, and 10. Yeah, another thing I do want to say real quick, hopefully mm -hmm. this won't be a whole nope, rabbit trail thing, <laughs> but um, <laughs> if you are in public school right now, mm -hmm. just find as many ways and areas where you can be with other Christians, yep. and even being by yourself sometimes is a lot better than being with certain people, um, because recently I've just gotten so exhausted hanging around the same kind of people every day. Mm -hmm. So I've just started spending my lunch times alone and I mm -hmm. eat my food really quick and then I can like work on homework or read the Bible or a book or something. And it's really nice, yeah, especially right. being an introvert. Yeah, right. So, um, and then there's at my school, there's a Christian Students United Club after school on Mondays. So it's like, there's usually opportunities um, to get involved with, God-honoring things in a not-so-God-honoring place. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I mean, even though you, that's kind of hard to find sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But even if, like, like okay, so you are in this situation. Like, um, if you are in this situation with Carly, like, you are public schooled, and, you know, you're not trying to get out of public school, make a difference there, right? right? Like, mm -hmm. not only should yeah. you be focused on making sure that you are staying strong in your faith and staying separate from a culture that you know is is you know god hating that's that's something that we should do is to stay away from um you know certain things that are absolutely you know god hating and you you know that you're not going to change their mind about anything that you're just going to get influenced but at the same time get together with a bunch of christians and try to make a difference right mm -hmm. um and follow the whole don't give your pearls to the swine type of mindset um, of talk to the people who will listen um, and try to, to help the people who want to know rather than trying to go to all of the, you know, super terrible um, people that you know are just going to mock Christianity and not, not going to gain anything from you saying anything to them, but actually, you know, talking to the people that do want to listen and know more about mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. one, one thing I did want to mention off of what you were saying, Carly, with finding those Christian people. Um, and one of the things that I think homeschooling does well and something that we need to keep in mind, um, if you if you are in public school, to, to be looking out for and, and trying to correct yourself or like um, what's, what's not the, uh, be self self motivated about this is um, being with Christians who are of different ages than you rather than constantly yeah. being around people of, of your age. Right. Because that's that's yeah. one thing that's important. Right. Um, but that's something that homeschooling provides and that a proper church environment should pr pr should provide 
um, is that cross-generational experience, which is mm -hmm. so important for a vital, like, growing faith. And a good Christian community is to be constantly in conversations with people who are older than you and younger than you. And so you can have that cross-generational community as Christians. And that's something that I've seen um, a lot of a lot of kids struggle with um, because they've only been around other teenagers in Christ or like the youth pastor, but like he acts like a teenager anyway, anyway right? <laughs> um, <laughs> and they don't have that that con the, you know the consistent biblical counsel from people wiser than them and that um opportunity to disciple and and raise and and help um train um those younger christians um uh in, in their around in their community as well so um yeah we got most of them more verses yeah aj's <laughs> oh, wow. looking up some go. of the main verses and he's like yep found that one found <laughs> yeah, that we one had like yeah like six out of all these 15 that are here that i found too <laughs> But okay, so so verses that that you can go to for further study. Uh, go to Deuteronomy chapter eleven. Is God telling the Israelites how to teach their children, oh, and that they so should be good. teaching their children? That's so so good. Um, and then in Deuteronomy reading, six as well. Um, reading Psalm one as well. Yes, Psalm chapter one. Uh, actually, mm -hmm. just go down to that one line because I mean we're we've gone for like two hours. So we should probably stop. But how blessed is the person who does not take the advice of the wicked, who does not stand on the path with sinners, and who does not sit mm -hmm. in the seat of mockers, but he delights in the Lord's instruction. Um, and that's about you know people, right? That's not talking about children. You as a parent are supposed to be doing this for your children, um, and not putting them in the way of the path of sinners, right? You're supposed mm -hmm. to be taking them aside. Um, and, and, and it says, how blessed is that person? Do you not want to bless your children in that way? Is that not something that we can say? If like, right? To be able to bless your children and say, yes, this is what I want to do. Right. And a lot of this for me is like, like being motivated to homeschool my children is because of, I know how incredibly influential and good it was for me. Yes. Right. And, and I know that I want that. My child, my child to have that sort of same sort of experience where they have the opportunity to be who they were meant to be in Christ and train and, and like learn things that they want to learn, be interested in the ways of learning that they want to be, be, you know, learning and, uh, studying those things that they are actually interested in pursuing as careers. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, which is something that you can do a lot easier when, you know, you, you love one, you love learning and two, you have the time and flexibility to, to go after those things. <laughs> AJ just keeps highlighting like certain parts of different verses <laughs> and we're just laughing. Like that's so like on point. It's, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, but just, uh, what was I about to say before you, you made me laugh <laughs> with the verse? Um, oh, um, as a parent, from a parent's point of view, do you not want to, um, take joy in the fact that you get to teach your children mm -hmm. and to be able to be with mm -hmm. them all the time that to me i if i could not homeschool my kids i would not have children i know that for me that if <laughs> i could not homeschool my kids it would it would hurt me and i would be going against my conscience every day i dropped them off at public school yeah because i would know that i want to be I able mean, you to could, be with you their, could, you could their bring life and to a private school I guess yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, I could do that. Yes, and I and, <laughs> yeah, and I would do that if if, if <laughs> yeah. it was necessary. Yes, obviously, but um, it, to me, every time I've had this conversation with people, and I'm so glad. I, this is so encouraging to me that um, you, Carly, were public schooled and all were in Washington. Like, like get this, and, and it's, it makes it, yeah. my day. Um, but, but also just that 
you know, normal people just don't, don't get this. Like every single, like, you know, Christian teenager that I've ever talked to has always had some sort of point to bring up of why they, they think, you know, they're not going to homeschool. And it's always, it always bugs me because it's always some sort of excuse as to why it wouldn't be probable or plausible. Instead, it should be, hey, these are all the problems I'm going to face, um, you know, yeah, of wanting to homeschool, children. but I'm going to homeschool, gosh darn it, right? Like, and, and that's <laughs> my point of view of just, like, I know it's going to be hard. I know it's going to be ridiculously hard to try to homeschool my kids, um, and I'm going to try to do everything I can to make that not hard, but, um, you know, it's it's not some sort of easy thing that every Christian has to do. It's this amazing blessing and privilege that you can give to your kids and get to experience yourself of, I get to teach my kids every single day, everything that God has taught me and everything that I have learned, right? Like I, mm -hmm. I get to do this. And it's the same thing with, with being a parent is your children are a blessing to you. Don't send them away. <laughs> Mic drop. Is that it? Were we were we too were we too like like preachy here? Were we were we over the top of like telling people what to do? What do you guys think? I Maybe, think we were. A, I don't I think know. We were an okay balance. Like, like at the end of the day, like you know, I, I I obviously understand a lot of the sentiments behind like why in certain situations you would public school your children yes, and absolutely. and and you know we don't want to like just just be like super into right like um this is this is not us being legalistic and saying you have to do this yeah it's just us like exhorting other people as christians to yeah. look at scripture and and try to do what's best for our future children right, right? Uh, the first article that i read um it, it bothered me because what they said was after a lot of prayer we decided to public school and to <sighs> me it was no after a lot of <laughs> prayer and reading your bible you decided <laughs> to public school right Right? Like, first you sought wisdom and instruction from the word of God before mm -hmm. you made this decision, Not just, right? just the default, right? Oh, well, I don't have enough time, so I'm just going right. to ship my kids off to public school. Exactly. Yeah. This is important. Mm -hmm. So do your research, make up your own mind, and make sure mm -hmm. it is off of scripture. Uh, so encouragement from, from Josh um, before we end here. He said, uh, I love that you are not just moralizing, but brainstorming solutions to the very real difficulties. So that's, that's encouraging. You. So, yeah. All right. I feel like we have done something good here I think now. We have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so obviously we don't. We are not the final authorities on this. There are a lot no, of not. smarter people who know this stuff way better than we do. We're all homeschooled. Uh, again, Apology Radio is a good place to go. <laughs> Cross Politic, as Carly mentioned, um, I'll put those people in the line notes. Um, Mark, you know. Obviously, well, been in college just as long as they've been in public school or longer. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus Pittman has talked about this Even sort of stuff, and he's part of Apology <laughs> Radio. Um. Lo I mean, anyone who has a um, like a post-millennial or theonomic bent is probably going to be talking about this stuff too, because they're usually the people who are like, we need to like redeem education. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm trying to think of any other places. Uh, I'll, I'll try to look up that Ron Paul like, yeah. homeschooling curriculum thing, because I thought that was really cool. I'll see if I can find that, track that down again. Uh, Matthew C. was also um, supposedly a Christian organization. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, okay. All right. I was just. Yeah, yeah. Sure, no, sure, for sure. sure. Yep. Matthew that, Demi yeah. is a definitely so, a Christian. Yep. Okay, cool. So I'll, I'll link him in the liner notes too, because I mean seriously, like that, that that math changed my yeah. my life. Like yeah. I, I that was <laughs> I the only reason I knew how to do math. math. Yeah. Like the only reason that it made sense to me is because of the way he, he taught. Like 
any when, when we do any other methods of math of, are just so confusing. I remember <laughs> us in elementary school doing math core. in front yeah. of Angie Denowellis. Mm-hmm. Remember, as yep. and she was a public school teacher, and she was trying to figure out, like trying to figure out what the difference was of how we were taught. Mm-hmm. And our way was like ten times more simple. Yep, and than quicker. Everybody else did, and we yeah, were just we, like we like compared this in in our yeah. like what we were like fifth grade or something like yeah. that. And uh, well, I was fifth grade. You're probably you third know, grade. Third grade, because uh, that's the way you know, yeah, math works. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we were we were like on the whiteboard like comparing how we did the process of the same problem mm-hmm. and like the all the public school kids were like doing this like incredibly complex just like <laughs> roundabout way of yeah. doing these these math problems and we were just like but guys just do this and they were just like wait what <laughs> and they were like oh i could never do that i have to do this overly complicated way and we were like but why <laughs> well, i wouldn't get the right answer if i didn't do it this way yeah and obviously like you know some some people have different the, the, the way their brains work is different and yeah. like they, you know, it's easier for them to do it a certain way, but yeah, like that's understandable. Yeah, it's just you know, well, we were taught the easier way first, <laughs> and it was such a blessing to us. Yeah. But yeah. Is it it? Are we done? Carly, any last parting thoughts? I think so. You're the, you're the no. you're the actual public schooler here, so. I mean, technically, I'm out of, I'm out of public school. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Read your Bibles. There you go. Yeah. I mean, that's a good exhortation all, all around. So yeah, you can find <laughs> us on Twitter at Christ underscore art underscore show at facebook.com slash Christian Artist Show and at our website at ChristianArtistShow.com. We will be back next week with uh, more Christian Artist. We're out. Bye. Bye.